0: If you feel it, put your hands in the air. Show some love to the new while you're there. Let's take it one day at a time. Did you and I outweigh?
2: Happy Saturday, Outway. Amy here. And my expert guest today is Sherry Rowney. And she is the owner of Harmonized Brain Centers of Tennessee here in Nashville. She's a lens therapist, which is a type of neurofeedback. And you're working with people's brains all day long. All day long. And a lot of disordered eating, our body image, not even a lot of it, it all is. And, you know, a major player in disordered thinking, disordered eating, body image, thoughts. Well, this is all coming from our brain. Correct. So, yeah, the brain is the problem. <laughs> so find, just need it, some help. <laughs> it is not you. It is your brain. That's right. So when I first started a true recovery journey, I think there were other times I thought I was in recovery, but I just was eating quote unquote clean and obsessed about it, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like couldn't function if I didn't have control over ingredients, but I didn't consider that an eating disorder or disordered eating because I didn't know about orthorexia. Mm -hmm. It wasn't talked about a lot. Well, I was like, well, I know I'm not anorexic and I used to be bulimic, but I'm not throwing up my food anymore. I've stopped that until my mom died. And then the trauma came back and I immediately started that behavior again. And then after that, I knew I had to get really serious about this. I was not in a true recovery place, which, hey, I I could still relapse at any point. And if that happens, I'll have compassion for myself and and let's move forward. Next right step, because that happens to a lot of people with any type of, could be alcohol, could be drugs, could be food. So have compassion for yourself, but... I knew that I was hungry for healing and true recovery. And I had done the different types of talk therapy, which again, had been very helpful for me. But then I heard about a book called Brain Over Binge, which was not so much addressing the emotions or anything that happened to you that might have caused you to have an eating disorder, but more so that at a young age, if you started dieting, you were restricting your brain. And then it went into survival mode. And this mostly happens with kids that diet. If you're a fully developed, like our brain, what are what age are we when our brain fully develops? 25. Mm-hmm. Okay. 25. I didn't know if that number had changed, but if you're a 30 year old that starts dieting, at least according to when I was reading this book, it's not going to affect you the same as if you're 13 and you start dieting. So it's very different because you, you maybe want to start a different eating journey as an adult and you may not end up with a binge restrict situation. And in my case, I was a complete binge restrict purge. Restrict, binge purge, ugh, it was exhausting. So that's why I was very interested in brain over binge. But she was like, hey, we're not gonna address the emotions, we're gonna address what's happening in your brain. And I was like, oh, this clicks for me. This all makes sense. Yes, I started dieting at around 13 and I started restricting. And then my brain was like, what are you doing? I need food. So then when I would eat, I would eat and eat meat and because my brain didn't trust me and it didn't know when I was going to feed it again. So then I would just start eating and then the guilt would set in and then I'd feel blah. And then that's when the purging in a sense, what's the author of this book too, Catherine Hansen, her purge was working out. So exercise can be a form of purge, which I didn't have that knowledge either. I was like, well, it's normal to go to the gym for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. Well, Catherine sent out this email recently. I still get her newsletters. And it said, should I address emotions? And then this is a quote from her book, Brain Over Binge. I never want to discourage anyone from resolving issues in their lives. But I do want binge eaters to avoid working endlessly on other problems and emotions without ever addressing the habit in the brain. And so for me, I had to do a repetitive thing every time I went to my pantry to potentially, you know, binge even because I knew I'm not hungry, but I would go to the pantry and I'd literally look at the pantry and I would walk away. I would go to my pantry, I'd walk away. And then I created that habit of like, okay, I'm not, I'm only going to go to my pantry when I'm hungry. And so that was building that new neural pathway. Do you work with people that have had eating disorders or do you see how the lens therapy could be something that's used in addition to help fix those parts of the brains that like i'll just use me for example because i don't speak for other people but i feel like i messed up my brain when i started dieting as a kid could lens therapy help that
1: yes because there's trauma involved and what happens with lens therapy all we're doing is stimulating the brain waves to do something different than what they're doing and they have created pathways that are not efficient and they're not doing what you need them to do. So by stimulating them, they'll move back to a more natural pattern and so it calms down the central nervous system so you're not feeling so jumpy every time like um <gasps> and you create those habits like you said and it takes 30 days to create a habit but 60 days to break one. So The first 30 days, you were creating that new habit every time that you walked to the pantry and then you said, nope, turn around walk back. But it took 60 days before you actually didn't walk to the pantry anymore. I can tell you right now, it would have been a minimum of 60 days. So with Lens, we can get the brain working more efficiently so that you're more aware of those things and you can make those choices a little bit faster.
2: Whenever I started doing these treatments, It was interesting to see the awareness part. I started having different thoughts in my brain. Mm -hmm. Try to follow me here because it feels weird to talk about. (laughs) It's like this inception thing. But I would be doing something and actively doing it and engaged in that. But then there would be this awareness. Oh, wow, look at you. You're doing this. Right. (laughs) But that was another part of my brain thinking it while I'm doing it but it was cool because my brain was recognizing and then it was this almost reward because it made me feel good. It's its own reward. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I would smile and be like, oh, go you. It's like my brain was telling another part of my brain that it was proud of itself. Yep. That's right. But that is your brain coming back on
1: board. And I always, A lot of times we'll say that lens is like defragging a computer. You just kind of defragged pieces that don't need to be there anymore so that things are running more efficiently and you can make those better choices.
2: So on my four things episode, you are on talking more in depth about lens therapy and what it is, but you mentioned a rubber band and popping it if you have a negative thought in your brain, but you said that you specifically suggest that to patients with an eating disorder. Why is that? Because
1: what it does, when you snap that rubber band, it sends a little pain signal to the brain. And in that very split second that that's happening, the brain goes, oh, I have to shift over to the pain. And by the time it's dealt with, because it only lasts for a second when you feel that snap, but it's enough to stop that train of thought that you were going to. It's breaking that pattern, breaking that loop for you. Another thing that we often tell people um, with eating disorders is to take a piece of ice and put it right behind your ear And again, that significant shift will change the brain and and get you off whatever it was that you were thinking.
2: Well, that's fascinating. It's easy (laughs) and it works. I have never heard of the ice cube thing. I assume that could work for other things too. It does. It's not just for
1: eating disorders, but we find a really big shift because it's something that you can do right then. And you're just retraining the brain. Nope, not a good idea. Shift, nope, not a good idea. You might have a little bit of a red on the inside of your wrist for a little bit, but you'll figure it out.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not anything it's where not you're harming hurt you. yourself. But it makes me think do of uh, dogs. <laughs> so That's right. With the shock collars or the, the trained yeah, the training collars. A, a certain way. So at yep. least you're not shocking your <laughs>
1: No, we're not shocking anything. Neck. And you're in control of it, so no one's going to hurt you. But it's just a reminder to your brain. It's just sending that signal to your brain, nope, not a good, good thing. It's just positive behavior.
2: I'm going to get a rubber band, not for, thankfully, where I am, I won't need it for that, but I want to put it or for any food or body image issues, but I want to put it on just for negative thinking. Stinking thinking. Stinking thinking, which we we talked about on Thursday as well, but I've been thinking about that and how I want to really get rid of that. It's not that I want to ignore anything negative that happens in my life. Definitely want to acknowledge that, but I want to have more positive thoughts. It's more those negative looping, which Body image thoughts about ourselves, we can speak so terribly to ourselves inside of our head. Yes. And we can look in the mirror. Or, what are your thoughts around, you know, if you say something and you mess up? Like, I messed up at work today and oh, I immediately felt so stupid. Mm-hmm. I was like, why did I say that word this way? I said, I was talking about telepathy, but I said telepathy. <laughs> and Bobby said, Do you want to try that again? This is on the Bobby Bone Show. And I was like, Oh, telepathy. He goes, that's it. And I said, what did I say? And he's like telepathy. And I was like, oh, and my instant reaction was I'm so stupid. And I used to just leave it at that. But now that I'm aware that I'm doing that, actually, when we got off air and went to break, I took my headphones out and even out loud, I said, okay, I'm going to forgive myself for saying that word wrong. And we're going to move on here you go. Good job. That's exactly. exactly what you need to do. So that is my encouragement to you. If you have a negative thought about yourself or your body, don't get mad at yourself for having it say, Hey, I forgive myself for having that thought. And now I'm going to move on. And I'm going to replace it with something good because you changed it. You figured out the word. Yeah. But that might take, it might take a while, but you just keep, keep doing, doing it over it. and That's over. Right. And so do you have any, suggestions for people if they are looking in the mirror like things that we can say to our brain or anything that will encourage it because this is so true our brain is paying attention to every single thing that we're doing and saying to ourselves absolutely and so Mel Robbins says to high-five yourself in the mirror that's right and that there's scientific research behind that is going to help you throughout the day that simple act And I don't always remember to do it every morning, but it's part of my routine when I get it in. And if it's mid-afternoon, I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot to high-five myself this morning. Then I'll high-five myself in the afternoon. What things would you have us say to ourselves or why is something like that beneficial for our brains? Because again, we're building patterns. We're building new habits every time you do that. So
1: I say three things that you can find good about yourself. Look in the mirror and say, here's three things that are good about me. My skin looks good today, or hey, look at that hair day, or my eyes look different, whatever it is, find something. Because of course, there's a million things that are good about you, but find three and just stay on those. And we start creating a pattern. then the next day or the next week or the next month, add a fourth one in or add a different one in. And all of a
2: sudden you start creating, I'm okay. I'm okay just the way I am. I love that. It made me think about how sometimes I look down at my hands and like, oh, my hands are getting old. But then they look like my mom's hands and they remind me of hers. We have the same pinky and my mom passed away in 2014. And so now when I look down, I really try hard to just be thankful for these hands that remind me of my mom's hands. That's beautiful. That's
1: really beautiful. Just changing
2: that. Yep, that narrative. That narrative.
1: So all we have to do is change our narrative for, and it's not all we have to do. That's a really hard thing to do. Yeah. So yes. I don't mean that in a, in a very slight way, but there are wonderful things about you. Find three. You can find three.
2: Yeah. And I would say talk therapy can get you very far with a lot of things, but there's so much happening in your brain that helping rewire it through something like Lynn's Therapy or a repetitive action over and over and over. Like, just make sure you're intentional and proactive about taking care of your brain, parts of your brain that are subconscious. You don't even realize all the things that are happening. That's right. Because talk therapy, you're like, okay, well, this is a memory I can pull up and I think it's because of this and this. And that's great. But our brain is so complex. And what I realized too through brain over binge and my recovery after that was like, wow, my brain was just taking care of me is doing the best that it could. And it was in, in that mode and right. it was doing the best it could just to keep you going. And when you get into a fight, flight, freeze, survival type situation, your brain is like, okay, buckle up. I got to take care of you. And so a lot of different behaviors can simply be that, that survival mode. That's right. But then if you can start to take care of that part of you and relax it, ah, oh, that's, right. that's how I feel like it feels. It's like, I picture my brain being like, Ah, oh, thank you. I was exhausted that's from right. that. <laughs> well, you're just
1: letting it know that the fight or flight doesn't need to be there anymore. We were designed to have fight or flight to get us out of danger. But when we stay in a constant state, then the brain doesn't know the difference between an everyday day or something is really wrong. And that's that's no way to live. It, it's using way too much energy for your brain.
2: Well, Sherry, thank you for coming on Outway. And then, if people want to hear more about Lens Therapy and what that is all about, it's on Thursday's Four Things episode. And if people want to find you, they can hit up your website, which is Harmonized Brain Centers tn.com for Tennessee because your brother, he has harmonizedbraincenters.com because he's got a center in Colorado. So I love that you and your brother have found this. And obviously it's been such a powerful tool for your family that you both got in the business because it's not what either one of you originally did. Nope. (laughs) So I highly encourage you to check out wherever you are. You can Google if there's a lens therapy practitioner near you, which You can go ahead and say it here because I know you said it on four things, but what's that website so people can make sure they're going to someone that's certified? Sure. It's
1: oakslabs, O-C-H-S, labs.com. And then there's a tab for resources and it'll have a finder provider.
2: And then if you're here in Nashville, Harmonized Brain Center is what it's called. And I gave you the website, but the Instagram handle is harmonized underscore brain underscore centers underscore TN. Ooh. It's a mouthful. <laughs> but I mean, it breaks it up. You can see exactly yeah. what it is. If that was all one long handle, it'd be like, what? Huh? My brain can't figure that out. <laughs> so yours <okay>. could. <laughs> Thank you, Sherry. Bye. Bye.